Yo, what's good, everybody? And this week's podcast is brought to you by our amazing sponsors at BetterHelp. Guys, you know here at The Roommates, we're always giving you all the tools to level up and improve yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And this week's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you improve emotionally. Guys, BetterHelp is an online counseling platform that is here to provide you high-quality licensed therapists for all your needs. And the best part about BetterHelp is that you don't have to sit in some of the most uncomfortable waiting rooms and you'll be able to access your therapist via online portal that they provide for you guys when it comes to better help one of the things i really enjoy guys is that it's more affordable than, than traditional counseling and financial aid is available plus if you need to change your counselors they make it really easy to make that happen so guys go to betterhelp.com slash roommates to sign up and you'll be able to get 10% off. Yes, guys, that's 10% off. So go to betterhelp.com slash roommates. Guys, BetterHelp wants to see you happy, want to see you thriving, and we want to see you continue to improve. So guys, go to betterhelp.com slash roommates. Link is in the description below. Thank you guys so much. And I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy this week's episode. This week on the Roommates Podcast. I mean, straight out rappers, rappers producers. Producers. Football players, mm-hmm. basketball, basketball players—you players, yeah. know the athletes. Yeah, yeah. Um, All that flashy. Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they run across a lawyer, which is might be very rare, because the thing about that too, you have to think about it. Um, not saying that lawyers don't go out, but if they're in this sort of atmosphere, what are the chances that they're going to run into a lawyer? That they're going to run into a doctor? Yeah. Or they're even going to care to? They're going to see a guy. You look like you have a lot of bling on your neck, on your wrist, mm. and it caught my attention. Now, so what would you say is that avatar? What is that rapper avatar? What 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 is he wearing? What is he looking <laughs> like? What's what? he not wearing? <laughs> um, a lot of bling. What's good, everybody? This is Afiz, and I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Back at it again with another podcast, guys, and I am really excited about this guest, guys. I know you saw the thumbnail. That's why you guys clicked. You guys are ready for this conversation. You guys you guys are so excited, and guess what, guys? We're going to have a lot of fun, but I know you guys don't want to hear from me anymore. <laughs> this is what you guys came for, guys, so please welcome to the show the one, the only Kim Sandy. <laughs> Hi. What up? How are you? I'm doing good, Kim. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. So, Kim. Yes. I know who you are. But before that, before that. No, I'm going to go there. You're going to go there. <laughs> So, I know who you are. So, for the people who don't know who you are, can you give us a bit of an elevator pitch synopsis and all that good stuff? Okay. I am Kim Sandy. I am from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um. Currently, I model and I act, so mm-hmm. I'm really trying to take off in the acting world. I feel like I've accomplished everything I wanted to do with modeling. Um, my biggest goal, re- I said gold, <laughs> my biggest goal really is to have my own talk show someday, dope. so this is actually really exciting for me. Like, awesome, awesome, yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah, trying to learn some stuff. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. So um, I met you from Stefan, shout out to Stefan Speaks, yes. the one and only greatest of all time. So we were at Stefan's house and we had a really a great, great conversation, conversation about a whole bunch of things. Like, like, were you expecting um, to be at that house for that long? 
to be honest, when I came, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> I really didn't know what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Um, at first, I was like, ooh, I'm getting interviewed right now. <laughs> what is going on? But then the conversation, as yeah, it kept yeah. going, I was like, dang, like, I really like these conversations because these are the same conversations that I have with my girls. But yeah. now it's like, okay, cool. I'm having it with you guys. Dope, dope, dope. Ooh, yeah. Blowing me up. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, DMs are popping. <laughs> <laughs> Working, I'm working, I'm working. So, uh, so basically, for the people who don't know, Stefan, me and Stefan always have these really amazing conversations about life, dating, relationship. Obviously, he's a dating relationship coach. And one of the biggest things that we always talk about is like there is a community of men and women in Atlanta who um, are these high roller guys, you know what <laughs> I mean? And these really beautiful women. And they're like, these the high roller guys are desired by the women. And then, you know, the beautiful women desired by the men. So we're like, man, we would love to, like, have more conversations with the girls from that, from the girl side of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> and so it's funny because I think you, re- you reached out to Steph, right? Yeah, I actually did yeah. reach out to him yeah. for a YouTube video. And I was actually really thankful that he even responded. Yeah, he's dope. He's he even amazing. responded for that. So I was thankful for that. And we did shoot a video. Check that out on my YouTube channel. Um, what is a YouTube channel? It's actually Light Skin Kim. I'm going to change it, y'all. But for now, it's Light Skin Kim. So yeah, check me out. Our video is actually number one on there right now. So go check that out. Um, yeah, and that's how we came into contact anyways about yeah. the conversation. Because I was speaking about, like, I love talking about relationships, love, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so basically... You brought Stefan on, and afterwards, I think you guys like hung out. You, Stefan, were and you guys were talking for a good like two hours. And yeah. Stefan was like, "Yo, this conversation, great ideas. I know, are really <laughs> dope." And he's like, "You need to bring this girl on the podcast." You know what I mean? Because I think for me, what I try to tell the guys on the show is that a lot of guys want these really desired women. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, they're always hitting me up. They're like, "Yo, Fees, what do I do to level up to get these girls that <laughs> not level up? <laughs> they want, you know, they they want it." So yeah. I'm like, "Yo, I have no problem with you asking for what you want, but at the same time, you got to realize that these girls are also asking for certain things, and also <laughs> they have a completely different lifestyle that may not match yours. Yeah. And so you being in the modeling, acting world, and deep in the land, I was like, "Yo, fast pace. <laughs> this would be a great." conversation that bring you on to share a lot to what these guys are totally oblivious to <laughs> that I've learned in my time in Atlanta and you've learned in your time in Atlanta. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun. I like it. Let's go. It feels like Hitch. <laughs> How does it feel like Hitch? Because you said these guys want these girls and they're trying to figure out what they need to do to pretty much have that lifestyle for them or yeah. get what they desire. Yeah. Hitch is actually my favorite movie of all time. Is it really? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but uh but it's interesting because I don't think a, a lot of women know how many guys really look for like dating relationship, meeting women advice. It's one of the most popular genres on YouTube because men. Men. And I'll explain to you why you okay, don't Okay, I gotta hear I'll, that. I'll explain to you why later. We'll get into that okay. later. But uh but Let's go to your story, okay? So, from my understanding, you went to Auburn. I did. War Eagle. I graduated from Auburn. War yeah. Eagle. Okay, so Auburn University, what was it like <laughs> for you at Auburn? In aspects to... Just life. Like, what was life like in Auburn? Um, I mean, it was cool. Yeah. It was different. Yeah. Um, Definitely different from my high school, of course. And you were, high school was in Atlanta, right? Correct. Yeah, I went to high school in Atlanta. Of course, I went to college in Alabama. Definitely a culture change, yeah. for sure. Um, education, A1, of course. Football, A1. But yeah. you know, diversity is not 
Yeah. It's not <laughs> up to par just yeah. yet. But I mean, it's, it was pretty cool. Like, our community... When, when I, I'm saying our community, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, parties were different. Yeah. Let me say that. Parties were different. But like I was saying, like, I mean... Of course, everybody can say we went there for the education, <laughs> but our school basically was built around football. Yeah. Um, I went to school for, I studied in communications and radio and television. Look at me now. <laughs> um, yeah, because I wanted to really be a news anchor. Yeah. And I was like, Auburn is where I want to be. That's the type of education I want. Fell in love with football because of that. SEC. Yeah. Um, beat Bama at all times. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I had a great time in college. Not yeah. going to lie. I mean, it's hitting me now. The student loans out of state, <laughs> for sure. It's, yeah, it's yeah. quite a lot. But yeah. I had a great time at Auburn. Dope. And then you moved back to Atlanta. Yes, I moved back in 2016. God, that sounds forever ago. <laughs> um, yeah, when I graduated in 2016, I moved back home to Atlanta. Honestly, because there's nothing in Auburn. Yeah, no, I understand. There's literally, and I didn't want to be in Alabama. Yeah. I just wanted to go to school where it wasn't too far away from home. But it wasn't too close yeah. as well. Yeah. So and everybody went to Kennesaw. Everybody went to Georgia State. Everybody went to UGA. Southern. And I wanted to start yeah. over. Like, yeah. God, Southern. I was going to Southern <laughs> when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to get away. For what? <laughs> <laughs> high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, The guy I was dating at the time was older than me. And he went to Southern. So... At what time? <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you call it? He was like my high school sweetheart. Okay. Yeah. So how he old was he? A year or two years older than you? He was only a year. Older. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. I didn't know if you're like a freshman. <laughs> I did. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was a senior in high school and he okay. was a freshman in college. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. It's. That's funny because I always tell guys that we'll, we'll get into this. What? We'll I want to hear. So it's like. Guys always complain about, when you're younger, you complain about guys in college dating girls in high school. But then when you're in middle school, you complain about guys in high school dating the girls in middle school. And then when you get to college, you complain about the older guys dating college girls. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like guys always complain until you become the older guy. And you're like, this is how it is. It, is. it really is how it is because yeah. I knew him since I was 13. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did he play sports? No. Oh. He didn't, actually. He okay. was a rag... Let me not say that. I feel like I'm so used to saying that a regular guy because yeah. just what I want. But no, he didn't. He didn't do sports or anything. Just was he like saucy. Small. Was he tall? What did he have? I mean, come on. He was a really sweet, good-looking guy, and I just had. Oh, to... he was very sweet. Yeah, he was. I very wonder why sweet. it didn't last. <laughs> when, well, he when... wasn't. The reason why it didn't last because he became not sweet. Okay, but, okay, yeah. okay. I'm about to say. I mean, the whole lifestyle of living on your own, doing what yeah. you want, the whole college atmosphere compared to when we were in high school. Like, he basically walks into a door of Lord knows what. Mm. So, so he like became brand new when he went to school. Definitely, mm. definitely. But you know, when you're in love, it's like. We're meant to be. This yeah. is all I know. The only person that I know. So throughout college, of course, we try to work things out. But in the end, it was just like, mm, yeah, it's time to edit. I understand that. Yeah. So you're in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and you decided to model. Yeah. Okay. For people who don't know, <laughs> what does modeling mean? Because I feel like people use a lot of different words for modeling. What do you mean, like an Instagram model? Like, or yeah, a regular what, model? yeah. Like, like what? What did you define as modeling? I'm I, from your. Um, from my perspective, more so like photo shoots. I okay. like I love runway. Um, I did. I'm not even gonna lie. Like when it came to the industry, a lot of times they kind of start you off in like music videos. That was something that I knew. Like 
I didn't really want to do. Yeah. Um, I'll try to be open to it because, of course, in any type of industry you're in, you kind of have to learn all aspects of every single thing. It wasn't more so for me. More so, I love like fashion, um, runways, magazines, things like that. So more so like photo shoots, portraits, okay, okay, stuff like that. So what year did you get on Instagram? What year did I start my Instagram? Or yeah. get, um, what year did you like get on? Like start? I was on Instagram and like I think it really started like high school. Okay. Yeah, I had my Instagram since high school. Same name and everything too. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah, same, name. <laughs> same name and everything. Yeah. Not the amount of followers that I have now. Yeah, yeah. But I remember back then when I was just like, ooh, I can't wait to get 100 followers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now people are getting hundreds, thousands, millions. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. So you were modeling in Atlanta, music videos, um, different photo, photo shoots, shoots yeah. all types of stuff like that. And then you were still posting on Instagram, right? Correct. Cool. And then so. Like right now, people go on Instagram. They see like you have a, like a, a very sizable following. Mm-hmm. When did that Instagram really start blowing up? Was that when you started doing all this like the movie, music video and stuff like that? Honestly, my Instagram kind of took off when I was in college. Okay. So really, and that's kind of when I, when I did my first photo shoot was in college, and I was like, dang, like people always what said kind I should of photo model. Shoot? <laughs> um, it was a girl. She was just okay. like really fascinating to me. She thought I was really cute. She loved the fact that I wasn't just a pretty face. I was like really into like I used to be. We have a new channel, Eagle Eye, for Auburn. So yeah. like I was really dedicated to that, okay. dedicated to reporting. So she kind of liked my story. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wanted to do an article on me, and she was like, I need pictures for the article, and I was like. I know how to take my own pictures, (laughs) but being in front of the camera for someone else, I've never done that before. And I was like, the first photo shoot I did, and I was like, wow, like, I actually like these pictures. These are really, really cute. And I was like, I want to take, I want to start taking more. And that's kind of what grew my interest in even taking pictures. But really, what blew up my Instagram was simple picture. I posted a picture. In my roommate's room, I don't know. Well, I know why, but oh uh, nah. <laughs> you see, this is what girls like to do. This is what they like to do. They like what? to say, "Well, I don't know why." Blogging, yeah, I know why. Why did the picture blow up? Keep it real, kid. I had some cute leggings on. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. looked a little thick, and yeah, <laughs> That's the picture went viral. The yes. picture went viral, and really, it started. Growing from then, and then back then it was kind of more so like where people did like the shout out for shout out. Yeah. So people would post me on their page, I post theirs, and it just kept going from there. Oh, girls would post each Mm -hmm. other. Okay. So pretty much to like get your following, like, because you might have girls that might be in a different state and they're. People that follow you, they would never know about you because they're in a different state probably. So now that you're posted on their page, mm-hmm. now they see you, vice versa. Nowadays, um, the reason why my page still grows is the simple fact that like random pages, like it might just be a girl's page or something yeah. or I don't even know. I'll mm-hmm. just get tagged in yeah. different stuff and that's how the content grows. So when so when that first picture with the leggings... <laughs> <laughs> Not the picture with the leggings. When that one went viral, how many followers was did you gain from that one? Um, like where were you at before that picture gosh, was posted? I don't even think where I was at. I think I had. Woo, I think I, my goal was to reach ten thousand, and I had hit ten thousand. Okay, so so where were you at before? I'm really trying to think. Maybe like one or two. Really? So you went from yeah. one thousand one picture post and it hits ten thousand. It works like that. Man, you see the thing about being a girl. <laughs> oh, on guys, media. I've seen it with guys too. Guys have followings. Yeah, their pictures but, go viral. Yeah, but it doesn't not to the extent where a girl can go viral that quickly. Okay, I can agree. You know, because I feel like 
when like whenever I look at girls who have a lot of followers or girls who are popping, like or guys who are popping, they're always following other really attractive girls. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that many people following that many like really attractive guys. I could be wrong. Mm, I think it's yeah, I can say that because I know for me, if I see a pretty girl. I'm probably going to follow back. Yeah. Not that I date girls. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. But I would quicker just hit a pretty girl yeah. compared to if it's a bunch of guys. Sometimes I don't really take the time to kind of even see like... that, And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I don't really look at it. <laughs> I don't really look at it. Yeah. So for me, it's like I think as a guy, it's really hard to get your page to blow up. Versus girls, unless you're like an athlete. Or yeah, something. unless you're like an athlete. Like yeah. I, like I literally busted my butt this year, growing really? my YouTube, growing, doing everything. And I maybe went from like three thousand to like six. You know, that's, that's still I, a good job. <laughs> but listen, I did a lot of work. <laughs> I put a lot of work into my my page. But then, like one girl posts one picture and just yeah. boom, like sex sells too. It does. Like I remember, th- there's so many girls back in the back when I was running the streets. I don't run the streets anymore. Running the streets. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> but there were so many girls who literally, like in February, I saw them. 1,000 followers, 2,000, yeah. 3,000. And I saw some of them on my explore page recently, 50,000, 20,000. That was like me last year. I remember my goals, of course, have changed. Like I remember back then I was just trying to get to 10,000. Last year I was like, I'm just trying to get to 20. And I made it to 20. And then somehow this year I'm at 100. Wait, what do you mean somehow? What do you mean somehow? Content. Content yeah. is everything. Yeah. They follow you because they want to see you. And yeah. you start to realize like, okay, when I post videos like this, or if I post pictures with this type of angle, like they yeah. like this, or this type of lighting, they like this. So Who's they? My followers. The men? Men and women. Okay. Men and women. How, how, how many percentage of your followers are Ooh, women? Ooh, Yeah, gone. <laughs> Um, right now my ratio is crazy. <laughs> I think it's like the guys are like 87% now. Yeah. Yeah. 87% now. Yeah. That's usually how it works. Yeah. Last year it definitely was like pretty much more so even. Oh, really? Yeah. It was pretty much so even. And now like the men just. Yeah. They took over. Took over. <laughs> they like what they see. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Hey, I'm with it. <laughs> cool. All right. So. As your as your page is starting to grow, what like in regards to modeling opportunities, music videos, do things start to change for you? Definitely. So okay. honestly, how I look at some people look at Instagram differently. To me, Instagram is like my resume. It's yeah. my business. It's my platform. It's my brand. Yeah. Um. This is how I get photo shoots, sponsorships, bookings, and stuff. Is because they go in there, they see my face, and they're like, "Oh, she's she can do this. She can do that." Cool. Let me message her. Let's see what's up. I want to work with you. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of times. And I tell girls that too. Like, it really matters what you post. Yeah. Like, they're really looking at that. So, if you're just posting you going out at parties with girls or guys, or you just got, which is nothing wrong with it, is mm-hmm. family oriented or something, yeah. that's what you're portraying. You're a yeah. family oriented person. You're a girl that parties a lot. So, you might get people that, okay, cool. We just want you to show up for a party or just look cute for this. Or if you actually have like photo shoots on there, stuff that you're actually working and doing, yeah. that's what they're going to attend to. And when you think about Instagram too, and when we see our ads, it's because of what we look at, mm-hmm. you know? So it pertains to us. So if you're posting things that pertain to what another, a brand might want, mm-hmm. most likely you're going to pop up on their explore page. Yeah. And that's a lot of times people tell me, Hey, you were on my explore page. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, thank you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what is the balance between 
sex sells Mm -hmm. and not wanting to portray yourself as a certain kind of girl. Like, what is the balance? And what I mean by that is like... Like the OnlyFans girl and a Yeah, so it's like... Let's say you want you want to work for Vanity Flair, you want to work for Vogue, you want to be on these covers of these magazines, right? So you're right, like your image matters, right? So you don't want to be like, okay, just this, you know, Magic City, you know, stripper type girl. Like you want to be have universal appeal to work with all these companies. But one thing that you know on social media is that sex sells, mm-hmm. and the more provocative image you post, that's where it becomes that's where you get the views, and that's well, where you it get depends because I've seen that too. I remember there was a. I, which I don't like when girls try to think things are in competition. But there was a girl that, and she really messaged me this, and she was just like, um, that's why my page blew up faster than yours, because I posted half-naked pictures, this, this, and she that. She told you that? Yeah. and it Really? Was, it was really crazy, because it was just like, even for me, I was like, I mean, that's cool that I'm, that's great, your followings are growing, but like, I don't, me personally, what I'm trying to brand myself as and the networks I want to work with, Yeah. That's not what they go for. And even if I don't have the amount of following yet, like I know that eventually I'm going to get there and I'm going to keep going until I get there. But I don't feel that I have to be butt booty naked or bent over just to get attention. That's cool that it does work for some. But for me, like that's just not something that I wanted. And it was funny because, I mean, she did blow up really, really fast with that. And now all her content, if she posts herself in regular clothes or something simple, she's not getting that many likes. She's Mm. not getting that many views because what do they want to see? exactly what you blew up for your mm, butt yeah. for me i can just post anything regular and i'm still going to get the same amount of likes the same amount of views and now my following is just as high as hers yeah so it's just really too like with vogue and stuff like they still do sex sales but it's in a classy tasteful way it's, yeah. it's different ways you can do it like you can post a picture of you butt naked but it depends on how you pose. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't have to be me. bent over yeah, or my yeah, legs yeah. are in the air. Like it could be very <laughs> tasteful. There's a lot of weight because at the end of the day, even if you're naked, you could be naked and it still be art. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Okay. I've seen that a lot of times. Like I've seen it where I'm like, Ooh, that I don't think I can do that. But honestly, it's still very tasteful. Yeah. Like, and even in magazines, you've seen it where girls might cover up or mm-hmm. whatever, but it's still very tasteful. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, my legs wide open. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. No, to me, it's like, this is where it gets into an interesting conversation because art is self-expression, right? Yeah. So in, in essence, art is self-expression. But sometimes it's like the girls know what they're doing. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, there is like these artsy pieces of self-expression, you know, like the Greeks and their statues and all types of like that. But then like, like you said, when, you know, you got your goddamn, you know, leg behind your head, (laughs) you know what I mean? Captions too. Like sometimes girls will literally, their captions will tell it all. They're either trying to be tasteful or it's like. But then what about the girls? the link in my bio. (laughs) But what about the girls who have the super like raunchy picture with the and they try to cover it up with the classy nah, caption you can't, you can't. honestly yeah. i'm not even at that point i'm not even reading nobody's reading your yeah, caption yeah yeah yeah. at that yeah. point no one's reading your caption yeah. we're just looking at your pictures yeah exactly but that's interesting that you brought that up because you were like basically that's one of the challenges um i've heard gary v talk about mm-hmm. where he says a lot of instagram models and girls who are instagram they they want to post other things but they know it won't get likes and it won't get views. So they they feel trapped to um, simply post those things. I feel like it's kind of a cop-out or an easy way out. Like okay. some people, like I was saying, like for her, she wanted an easy way out. Like 
She wanted the followers quick, the attention quick. And I mean, you can do that by doing so, but there's still other ways. I follow a lot of girls. Like my inspirations, the girls that I follow and the reason, the reason why my content is the way it is is because I follow girls with the same amount of followings or maybe even more, mm-hmm. but their pictures are classy. They're yeah. still getting the same amount of views, attraction. Like they're getting high agencies. I want to work with them. So that's who I follow exactly. compared to, yeah, I could have went the easy way and done so but at the same time one that's not me two i don't feel comfortable doing that and three any brand or anything that's going to come my way with that is not something that i want to work with exactly and that's a part where i feel like a lot of the girls who are trying to be in the model industry they don't understand the longevity of a career that can really affect you like when it comes to big brands like i'm not going to say the names but per se like that's a liability like especially for like only fans or how you portray yourself like because you're going to be you have to think about it you're going to be representing their brand you have to look at it like, do I fit their brand? Do mm-hmm. the things that I post fit in that category? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, because they're going to look at your page if they see that it's raunchy and it doesn't fit their brand. No, they're yeah. not going to work with you. They're going to keep swiping. Yeah. yeah, you have followers and things, but at the same time, that that's a liability for their attraction. Like, yeah. no, they don't want it. Yeah, no, that's and that's a great point because I feel like a lot of people, they don't see that. You know, they don't see that life is a marathon, not a sprint. And there's so many things you there can do. There you go. That's what I like. That, I like that. There's so many things that people see in the short term that yep. you can post that can benefit you. But in regards to 30, 40 years down the line, you know, real long-term Oh, careers. it can ruin a lot. I know a girl, just for another example, yeah. um, she's actually, she wanted to be a photographer. She takes photos now. But the biggest thing for her was... Um, same thing. I think it's that young mentality too, and yeah. just kind of getting caught up in the whole fame thing. But um, she started doing the OnlyFans. Um, she stopped doing it because she even said it. She admitted she was like, it was easy money. Mm-hmm. It was easy money. She could do whatever she wanted. So, travel. So, 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 how much would you say the average girl is making a month? If you're just a guesstimate, I mean, on what? On OnlyFans. Ugh, I don't even know. Oh, uh, you don't know? I know. Mm, the only reason I know one person, um, we can drop names. Ruby Rose posted hers, and she made like. 22k in like a week or two. Yeah, but the, but that's her following was like totally different. So a regular typical girl, I don't really know. Yeah, and then we can even talk about that because what happens is that a lot of girls will show that they made this money in a month, and that's because they just opened their yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah, after that, they, it, it definitely because of course the hype, like guys are gonna be like, oh my god, I wonder what she's posting on there. So they click it, and then after that to keep them, you have to start doing more. Mm-hmm. More and more and more. Like, I've heard that, too, where girls are just like, I can't do it anymore. It was like, you know, I thought it was going to be easy money. It was the first month. But mm-hmm. it's because of the attraction. Like, they want to see what you're posting. And then they get used to it. Like, oh, it's probably the same stuff that you post on Instagram. Or at that point, they're like, okay, I already seen this. Like, I want to see. So they want. So basically, you're saying the guys are wanting edgier and edgier and edgier, yeah. edgier content from these Definitely. only girls. Definitely. And then, and then, but then the challenge is, is like. Once you're branded as an OnlyFans girl, it's harder to get out. Of, same thing like what I was saying with her. Um, easy, quick money. And then she realized like guys wanted more, and that's not something that she wanted to do. And I'm like, yeah, that's a whole lifestyle that you have to pretty much become. And if that's not you, then mm, it's not gonna work for you. So she was just like her real passion is photography. She started doing photography, but that OnlyFans would not yeah. leave her. Like her credibility, like, she had no credibility yeah. at that point. Um, they were bashing her. Her DMs were nothing of her nudes. Oh, wow. Yeah, credibility went down the line. So it was kind of hard to break that barrier of, all right, take me serious as yeah. a photographer. Yeah. Like, see me as this. So I remember she deactivated her account for 
quite a few months. Mm-hmm. She went through that mental breakdown. I think she was honestly depressed. She said that herself. She, it took a lot. It took a toll on her. Because mm-hmm. you think that you could run away from things, but once it's on the internet, that thing's on there forever. Yeah, that's real. Because like back in the day, what I noticed was um, a lot of girls who were like, in, like, especially the strippers, what they would do after they're done stripping is they would like move to a new city or move oh, to a wow. new town, you know, get to into get away. real estate, you know, to get... <laughs> <laughs> Not real estate. <laughs> to, you know what I mean? To get away. And But yeah. end of the day, like if you were a stripper in Seattle, you moved to you know Pensacola, Florida. No one, no one knows that back in the day. Yeah. But today, in the digital era, like Woo. you said, everything is permanent. So you People posting taking these, pictures, they're posting you. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you having an OnlyFans, and then you're trying to do the whole brand, you know, rebrand. You know, that travels. It's hard. People can yeah. Google search it and find out. Like you said, a lot of these big brands before they work with you, they oh, do a lot yeah. of investigation. Literally, they have fake pages just to do research on you. Mm-hmm. If you had a, ever had a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, yeah. oh, they're doing their dirt. So why don't? So why? Why don't? Other women teach girls about stuff like this. Why don't they ever teach girls about stuff like that? Um, I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess, too, you have to ask. Like, closed mouths don't get fed. A lot of girls don't ask. They just see one way, and that's kind of... I mean, you can see a girl, and if you really care or if you know them, you might reach out like, hey, is this something that you really want to do? Because there are girls that that's just something that they want to do. Like, that's the industry they want to be in. So... I would hate to reach out to someone that this is something that they really want. Yeah. I don't normally necessarily don't say anything unless someone like comes to me like for advice, like, hey, I actually want to take this serious and start doing this. And I'm like, and they might bring up like, okay, I've been doing stuff like this. And I'm like, uh, if you're really looking to do yeah, this, yeah, yeah. maybe we shouldn't. But other than that, I mean, it's not really a platform, I guess, people yeah. to Cause ask. Because that, that's my big thing. I remember there was... Um, Back in the day, I used to love video vixens. I, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember uh, one of my favorites was on a podcast like years later. And she's one of those girls who were really popping in 2000. And she was talking about like the industry, mm-hmm. how the industry takes these young girls, they use them, and then yeah, they throw them to the side. They throw them right back out to the street. And so to me, it was like, man, I, and then you have, but you have so many girls who are unaware of this story. Like, they're they're still falling into these same traps that the girls before them fell into. So I was like, yo, I wonder why more women don't have platforms and podcasts and shows mm. to, like, warn some of these girls about these plagues in the industry because a lot of these girls are, like you said, they they see the bright lights, they see yeah. followers, they see the excitement, and they're jumping head, you know, head deep, and they're not realizing that they're real consequences yeah, for Yeah, I've heard actions. a lot of stories. I've heard a lot of girls come to me with some crazy stories. And honestly, I can't even lie. I've been there, done that, like, same thing. Like yeah. when you get into the industry, you see the lights and it's like, all right, cool. This, this, this. Things happen. It's like, whoa, this is not what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not what I thought. Yeah. So what's interesting to me is what I realize happens for a, a lot of girls who get into this industry is that it begins to change them. Mm. You know, and it begins to change them because um, Louis Farrakhan, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about him, but, <laughs> but Louis Farrakhan had this quote where he said, um, men are like the sun and women are like the moon. And the same way that the moon doesn't have light, but the, the light from the moon is reflection of the sun, a lot of times the character of a woman is reflection of the man that she's around. Mm-hmm. So what I've seen a lot of times is that a lot of, a lot of girls in these industries, they start hanging around these certain guys and these certain people and it begins to shape them and it begins to change them. So when you were in the industry, when you were like really, you know, with the movers and shakers in Atlanta, yeah. Did you did you see yourself being changed, or do you feel like you remained constant throughout the process? Um, throughout the process, I felt like 
I, I do believe that where you kind of become who you hang around. Yeah. Um, too, with I've seen it a lot of times um, guys who have opportunities, girls flock to them because they they put it out there like, hey, I can help you because I know this person or that person. I can connect you. Next mm. thing you know, they're working with girls, booking girls, and now these girls. Well, I really feel like it's it's up to you. Like when it comes to your morals and your standards. For me, when I was put in certain situations, my number one thing is at the end of the day, never forget who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in the lifestyle. It's so easy to do things that you don't want to do just because you think that you're going to get some type of reach or attraction by someone that doesn't even probably not going to think twice about you, mm-hmm. honestly. Or if someone tells you you have to do certain things, like at the end of the day, if you don't want to do it, if you normally wouldn't do it, don't do it. I've known girls that say, I only did it because he said that I would get this much content or this agency would reach out to me or this, this, and that. Like, if you're uncomfortable, it's okay to say no. I've said no, like, a lot of times. And I feel like a lot of times people are afraid to say no because not only don't they not maybe come from something. So what are the, what are these um, guys asking you guys to do? Um, Let's see. I've heard crazy stuff. I know for me personally, like... When it came to me, when I said I was doing music videos and I really, I already knew I didn't like music videos. I didn't want to be a video vixen. There's yeah. nothing wrong with being a video vixen. I just know for me, that wasn't something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, hey, I'll try it out just to see. Yeah. Um, just like the whole dancing or maybe doing like provocative things yeah. or like, I know sometimes on set, like they'll want you to smoke with them. They want you to drink with them just to get the vibe. And the girls would be like... I don't really want to, but I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say no and it looks mm, bad. And it's yeah. like, no, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Like yeah. if we're working at the end of the day, this is business. I am on set. I am working. Like this is not a party. I'm not at a club. I'm getting paid at the end of the day. Like mm. I need to make sure that I'm content and I'm stable and I know exactly what's going on. And I've heard things where they'll get the girls drunk. Next, you know, the video's over and they're still partying and Lord knows what. <laughs> I was abusive. They like cut and they still turning up. Yeah. They're still, they're still going <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah. But it takes a lot of like confidence too, and just knowing the business. Like for me, I know when I'm on set, like I'm here to work. Once okay. once my timer's up, yeah, I'm yeah. gone. Has anyone ever tried to convince you to come to the after? All the time. <laughs> All the Has time. Has it ever worked? Um, I did go to a concert. <laughs> I did go to a concert afterwards. Like I mean, it does have its. I'm not gonna lie. Not all of it is bad. Sometimes it does have its perks. Sometimes you do run into and get into contact with a lot of great people, but it just depends on how you go about it Mm. as well. Like for me, I went to a concert, met a whole bunch of agents, producers that helped me with other photo shoots. They're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Whose concert did you go to? I don't want nobody We'll we'll talk about it on Patreon. We'll talk about it on Patreon. We'll talk about it here. We'll talk about it later. I like that. Okay, we can do that. (laughs) Okay. Exclusive. Um, <laughs> um, but that's another thing too. Some girls see that type of fame and they just get into a place where they've never been before or around people that they've never been around before. And sometimes they just forget and they yeah. just live in that moment. Yeah. And it's just like at that point, are you trying to build yourself or are you just not trying to have a good time? Mm, no, that's good. That's good. And and that's something that I've noticed happens a lot in Atlanta. You know, like like you said, when they get into these environments, it's like it really blinds them, and they, like you said, they lose themselves. You do, and you they can. And, and they and they forget, like, and then like a lot of times, just like 
And oh. they want the image. A lot of times when you see things, like when you come from something where you don't have that mm. and you're around people that do, you're going to probably most likely, depends on who you are as a person, do anything possible to either get into that lifestyle. And once you're in that lifestyle, now you're trying to stay in that lifestyle. Mm. And now you lose your morals a lot of the times, unless you're smart way and you might do a business or whatever the case may be, invest. Some people do that. It does happen. <laughs> but some a lot of times it's just, no, they get caught up in a whole lifestyle. And it's just like, well... I want to continue living like this because I love this lifestyle. I love the things that I'm getting. I love the experiences that are coming my way. Like I want to keep up with it. So they do things that they might not typically normally do just to keep up with it. So by Hollywood, Atlanta. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. So what would you say is the type of man that these women are flocking to in these big cities? Like what, what would you say is this type of guy that these girls are flocking to? I mean, straight up. Rappers, rappers, producers, producers, football players, mm-hmm. basketball, basketball players, players yeah. you know the athletes, yeah, yeah, um, all that flashy. Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they run across a lawyer, which just might be very rare, because the thing about that too, you have to think about it. Um, not saying that lawyers don't go out, but if they're in this sort of atmosphere, what are the chances that they're going to run into a lawyer, that they're going to run into a doctor? Yeah. Or they're even going to care to. They're going to see a guy. You look like you have a lot of bling on your neck, on your wrist, mm. and it caught my attention. Now, So what would you say is that avatar? What is that rapper avatar? What What, what is he wearing? What is he looking like? <laughs> What's what? he not wearing? <laughs> um, a lot of bling. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of bling. Some chains. Yeah. A lot of watches. They might be wearing two watches at one time. Two watches on the same wrist? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I've actually seen that. I was like, yeah. what's different? Okay. <laughs> okay. Tattoos? Tattoos, of course. I mean, you don't always have tattoos, but I feel like tattoos is something that catches your eyes. Like, ooh, some girls like that bad boy. Yeah, Nowadays, yeah. I think I think that's the thing. Like, really? get you a drug, a drug dealer. Really? Yeah. Some what? girls like that that fast life. What? Some I feel like they like it though, but I don't know if all girls realize like what it takes. Why, why to do date they someone. like it? Why do they like it so much? I feel like. Honestly, I can say there's phases like where you want a bad boy. I remember in high school, I loved a bad boy. Really? And then I was like, do I even want to marry a bad boy? What what was enticing about him? The adrenaline, like, ooh, Mm. like you're dangerous. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds crazy. Like a lion? (laughs) No, not like a... I don't know what it is. It's just... That thrill, like I don't know, a bad boy. Like you just feel that security, like that safety. You feel protected somewhat. The thrill that he might smack you. Hell (laughs) no. Well, I hope I hope y'all aren't dating for that. I don't want to get smacked. Yeah. But just I feel like that protection, like, you know, I'm good no matter what. Yeah. Like if someone comes like if someone messes me, like I'm like, I'm gonna call my man up. But my thing is what if there was a good guy who was also protect like what about that bad boy? Like what what is a bad boy? Okay, the image. Okay, yeah. what is a bad boy image? <clears throat> Physically, um, I'm just saying, like, ew, why am I smiling right now? <laughs> I don't want a bad boy. Biology kicks in, guys. Biology kicks in. <laughs> a bad boy is just, I mean, he just doesn't take shit from anyone. Yeah. So, so my thing is it is it a persona? Is it like a demeanor or yeah. is it like an avatar? Is it like a physical look or is it like... I mean, they have edit- a physical look too. Like some girls like that whole like, I don't know, just like big muscles, yeah. a bunch of tattoos, like yeah. just looks hella mean. Like, okay, so doesn't smile. Yeah, some girls like that. <laughs> oh, really? Some girls they like don't that. don't like me. <laughs> 
some girls actually like that. Yeah. That whole demeanor. Yeah, like, too, like, I've found a lot of girls see that as protection. Mm. Like, they feel like they can protect them. They want someone that can protect them, that safety. Okay, so, like, the basically, you're saying the demeanor is, like, I won't take anything from nobody. So, you, as a woman, you know that, like... No, now no one's gonna give you crap because you're with this guy. Mm-hmm. So it makes I'm you protected. Feel, yeah. So that. So in reality, it's in like, relationship, it's like a relationship. Like a woman always wants to feel safe and protected. Yeah. So. So is it possible to give off the bad boy safe vibe and not be the bad boy? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. All the time. But then, yeah. too, I feel like a lot of men sometimes they want to portray that because they know the certain type of woman that they want wants that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, hitch. Yeah. <laughs> so then they try to become that when in reality, I mean, the truth is always going to come out. We're going to realize that's not really who you are. Mm. But then sometimes I might work out and we realize that's not who you really are. And it's like, dang, but that's something that I, maybe not what I wanted, but something that I needed. So basically, you're saying that, and I noticed this as well, a lot of dudes in Atlanta will act like this yeah. guy because they know that women like that. But then these women, they date them but then eventually they figure out that's not who you are and then they leave you yeah mm, interesting <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. you have to think about what you attract like yeah now you have to live up to that lifestyle you're always gonna have to pretend to be somebody else mm, yeah because that's the quote-unquote girl that you think you want yeah but in reality is that something you really want yeah. no probably not it just looks good that's very true all right so these women see these guys chains um shoes Gucci, Louis, all that <laughs> stuff. What car? What, what, what cars? What cars is, is drawing them in? <laughs> Rolls Royce. Rolls Royces. Bentley. Bentleys. Maserati's kind of. Yeah, we're probably thinking you renting that. Really? To be honest. <laughs> that was my dream car, guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm still getting it though. <laughs> I'm still getting it. No, you should still. I'll get what you think. I'm you still should... getting it. <laughs> I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, but a lot of times those are rented. So yeah, you know, yeah. we don't really take those serious. But you know, Ben's, typical Ben's. So how do you, so how do you how do girls distinguish between the guys who are faking it and the guys who actually have it or that? Um, I mean, eventually it's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Like if we really start hanging out, I'm gonna really get to see the real you or I'm pretty sure you can't keep up with that lifestyle for too long. Mm-hmm. You're eventually going to get tired being somebody that you're not. And mm-hmm. we're going to see. Like, I, I had an example where <laughs> we were at the club and one of my friends was trying to talk. Well, no, this guy was trying to get her attention. And it did catch her attention. Good looking guy. He seemed like he was well off. Mm-hmm. Um he was putting on a good show, talking a lot about, quote unquote, what he was doing. And that's another one thing that kind of... It's like, if you're really up there and if you really have money, you don't really have to talk about it. Mm. It'll just show for itself. Really? If you're talking way too much, it's like, uh, do you really have it? And at the same time, I don't really want you to keep talking about it. That's cool. You got it. That's yeah. really nice for you. Like, <laughs> let's talk about something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he ended up, we were walking out and we we're going to go to his car. I don't know why he did this. <laughs> but we we walked up to his car. It wasn't valet. Mm. A lot of, that can be a number one too. It wasn't valet. Mm. Walked up to the car and it was like a, I think it was a Honda Civic, mm. a Honda Civic, was and nothing's wrong up? with a Honda Civic. No, no rims, no tint, <laughs> which doesn't make him a bad guy. But yeah. it was just crazy the fact that like he put on this image, he was talking all this talk, yeah, and yeah. And then too, when you think about guys, let's be honest, y'all love cars. Yeah. Y'all will literally invest your last probably in your car. Yeah. You could be living at your mom's house, but you're going to have a nice ass yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if you're one of those guys who wanted to drive a Honda Civic because he just likes it? 
But he deep down at home, he had his Rolls Royce and his Bentley. No, I've seen that too. But I feel like in, in that situation, it did come. I can't remember. I don't. It was so long ago. I can't, but it ended up being that everything he told us was just a lie. Yeah. So my question is, when she saw the Honda Civic, did she leave? No, I mean, it wasn't It wasn't what any of us expected. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, hell no, he doesn't have a nice car, let's leave. Yeah. It was just like, he talked a lot in, inside. But yeah. but I have seen, like I was saying, like I've seen like doctors and lawyers that they literally might drive. I mean, you're not going to go to the, I mean, I would hope you wouldn't go to the grocery store in your Rolls Royce or yeah. your, your Bentley. They have those like, this is my get around car. Yeah. And then my nice car is at home for yeah. right now. So I've seen Things like that, which I think is very responsible in mm-hmm. doing so. But in that case, he just, yeah, the chain, <laughs> it was fake. Was not it, it wasn't real. So what yeah. would you say is like the number one thing that these girls are looking for that they, that they, it's kind of like their radar that senses if this guy's one of those up there in society guys. Um, it's like little things like your belt or the pants you're wearing or yeah. the type of shirt you're wearing. Um, cool. You can wear chains and stuff and this mm-hmm. looks good. It might catch their attention like first offhand, but we look at the little things like even like a bracelet or like a simple ring. Like what kind of ring are you wearing? You know really? what I'm saying? Yeah. Designer stuff. Like girls look at, it's the details. Yeah. So I'm the saying little the, details. the dude walks into the room. Mm-hmm. What is she, what, what is her, where's her eyes going? Like what shoes. is shoes? Shoes first. Okay. I know normal shoes. If he has on glasses, you got Cartier glasses on. What you wearing? <laughs> um, watch. Yeah. Bands. Like I said, rings, yeah. your belt. Sometimes you might even look at the jeans. Yeah. See what kind of jeans you're wearing. It's like just the little details. Interesting. Because some guys can walk into the room and they have it all blinged out. They got Gucci, Louis, just everything just throwed up on mm. them. It's like, all right, cool. Whatever. Yeah. And that's cool. It might work for some girls, but a lot of times too, like... Girls like the the subtle yeah. wealth. Yeah. Okay, subtle <laughs> yeah. wealth. Like right now, you have on a nice subtle night. Like if you have like a simple like watch, even just one watch, you might be like, oh, that's, dang, that's a $300,000 watch. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, little yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. I don't got the watch. <laughs> but, but I, <laughs> <laughs> They're probably looking like, he got the watch on? <laughs> um, so there's this interesting debate uh, amongst men, and I think it's fun to have you as a woman on this show, yeah. where it's like looks... Money, status, or confidence. I think confidence was thrown into the thing. Yeah, looks, money, status, or confidence. What would you say from like your experience in Atlanta? What are some of the things girls are prioritizing? Rank those four things. I'm sorry. Rank those four: looks, money, status, and confidence. I mean, I feel like you have you can have all those things, but if you don't have confidence, it's not gonna. Confidence gives off that aura. Like, mm. when you walk into a room and you you can tell when someone's very confident. Okay. Like, that's just the two when it, you're, it's a bunch of girls. It might be a, a guy. A bunch of girls around him and he's not even... He didn't even blink twice about it. It's like, dang, I kind of like that. Like, he know he got it. Like, mm. it doesn't even matter. Like, you might... A girl can go up to him and try to get his attention or do a bunch of things to get his attention, but he's so confident, like, I'm good or whatever the case may be. Like, that's attractive, too, mm. in itself. Girls pay attention to that. Of course, every girl doesn't want a guy that's for everybody. Some are okay with that. <laughs> yeah. But mostly no. Um, what was the other one you said? Well, I said confidence? looks, money, status, confidence. So you said I mean looks, com- yeah. Looks com- is gonna catch our attention. But well, what's first. number one? You said confidence number one? No, I'll say looks. Looks is number one. No, let me lie. I'm, <laughs> I'm going off of me, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me not go off of me. Um, one more time. What is it? Looks, looks money. Status or confidence? Status and money are up there. Okay. Because, of course, they're looking... In Atlanta, Black Hollywood, if we're speaking on Black Hollywood, um, money. 
girls, it's an image, a certain image that they want and it's a certain image they want to keep. So that money, they're probably going to see a guy and try to figure out who is this person. Let me Google him, find mm. out some more information. Mm. Of course, that's when status comes into play. Who are you? Are you an athlete? Are you a producer? Like a business owner? What What? What are you? Who are you? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? Looks. Yeah. Looks. Let me, I'll put, I'm not going to lie. I might put looks at the end and confidence next because the simple really? fact that like sometimes girls look past how they look. Like I've seen guys just dusty, <laughs> but because they have a status so they have money, the girl doesn't care. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's something that they want. Mm. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I've seen guys, girls sleep with guys and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> how could you even do that but they just want to keep up that status like yeah. they want the bags they yeah. want the trips they want the cars the jewelry like so that it, it doesn't really and eventually to them the money and the status is attractive to mm. them so then it makes that person attractive to them mm. maybe not all the times but it may sometimes if they're attracted to the jewelry or the bling or whatever the case may be like physically they're not really looking at the guy himself, mm-hmm. just what he can do for them. Mm. So money, money number. What what do you think is that money number girls are looking for? What do you mean? Like hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred million. What what do you think that number is? That that when they when like when they feel you you're making this amount of money, that radar starts going off. Mm. I mean, if you're in the millions, they love it. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I don't think they necessarily like. Oh, he only makes like a hundred thousand. Yeah. It's just more so like what. Yeah, you make the money, but what can you do with them? Like, are you going to spoil them? Are you going to take them on trips? Are you going to buy them things? Like, because you can make money all you want to, but if if they're not benefiting off of it, then unless they're really in it and they really love you somehow, which a lot of times in Atlanta, it's not really the case. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's really what you can do for them. Mm. So, okay, let me think. So, in Atlanta, let's say a guy wants to meet a really attractive woman. What, where is he going to meet this kind of woman? I mean, you can meet a bunch of attractive women all over the place. <laughs> so, but like what, okay, fair. You can meet him all over the place. Yeah. Let's do social media. Let's okay. say guys in Atlanta, he wants to meet some really attractive girls on social media. What do you think these girls are looking for that will make you, as a woman, open this initial message because obviously attractive girls are getting hundreds of messages on <laughs> yeah. Instagram, you know? And so what is those things that these girls are looking for where a guy can be able to meet this kind of girl? I mean, it really depends on the girl. Like if they're clubby or like I said, they want to be in that fast life, then unless you have a blue check uh, mm. athlete or something like half the time, like they're not opening those DMs. Yeah. Nobody's going to take the time where it's not, Instagram, unless you really want to make it a Tinder, it's not a Tinder. It's yeah. not a dating site, to be honest. Like, if you get a bunch of DMs, most likely we're not sitting through like, oh, he might, that little picture might be attractive. I might <laughs> click it. He <laughs> might see that he yeah. might be a good guy. Yeah. Half the time they might see a blue check and then they'll check it. Mm. Or if it's for me, for instance, I'm only opening it up if it says something about business. Like Other than that, I'm just scrolling. I'm not looking to see if there's like attractive guys. Most likely you're going to have to somehow pursue them under the comments and somehow really get their attention (laughs) on social media. But a lot of times it's more so in person. Like you're going to have to show up to where they are. So really, so you, so you wouldn't, so you think it's more 
effective to show up in person than to slide in social media. I mean, you can always slide into DMs, but how long do you think that conversation is going to last to get out of the DMs? Mm, What do you mean by that? I mean, one, you're going to have to get their attention. Yeah. That's hard in itself. Yeah. Two, keeping it through text messages or DMs. Yeah. That's hard in itself. Mm. Because think about the guys that are approaching them in person that they have to keep up with as well. Dang. (laughs) <laughs> for, on a plate so yeah it's just I feel like it's just easier when you actually physically are around that person and you can really feel out like who they are because on social media anybody can say and be anything that they want mm. so it's like okay cool you might look good conversation might be okay but eventually it's like alright I'm gonna get bored mm. unless I see you yeah. and then you keep my attention and then I'm like oh, okay this might be worth my while yeah. so a lot of times I find and I posted this honestly a poll on Twitter a, a couple of days ago and I was just like where do you guys feel like you you meet people the most and it's actually like potential and it goes through like is it online or in person and 90% said in person. So my thing is that okay, what I've noticed that really attractive women, one they're never out by themselves. Mm-hmm. Two, when they're if they're I mean, out, we'll be our girls. Huh? We'll be with our girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying you with your girls yeah. with, with, with the wolf pack, <laughs> you know, with the squad. Yeah. And then if you're out in the mall, you usually got your headphones on, you're on the phone, you're in and out doing stuff like that. So a lot of times as a guy, how does he approach you and this whole squad of women? Confidence. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you're not okay. scared and you're bold enough to come between my... If you can get through my girls to get to me... Really? Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to do night. I'm going to do day. Let's say day brunch with the girls, yeah. right? So, you're with five other girls. What does a guy got to do to penetrate through these defenses? <laughs> you, bring, you buy me a drink? Okay, so we have to spend money. <laughs> so you have to buy you. Unless drink. we're just having great conversation. But I'm gonna say, how does he? You got you're with your friends. How does he penetrate the 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 old line? I mean, too, you have to think about it. This is how I see because girls, we throw our bait out there and we see if you guys catch it. Okay. So, for instance, like being in the club, if I see a guy that's attractive. I might walk around. I'm not walking around a couple times, but I might walk around once or twice just to see if it. it I even caught your attention. Uh. You know, you got to sum up because it has to be both ways. Just because you're attracted to me doesn't mean that I have to talk to you. Or that means I'm automatically going to be interested in you. You have to feel out if I'm even going to think twice about talking to you or even I even looked at you more than a second. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys, I feel like, too, just because I'm talking to you and I'm interested in you, you should be interested in me. No, it should definitely be both ways. And I feel like girls have a good way of doing that. Like, I know guys think that they pretty much are the ones that bagged us, but we have to want you in order mm. for it to happen. Like, and a lot of times we throw out that bait ourselves mm. in order for you to just catch it. Yeah, AMS calls that choosing signals. So you're saying mm-hmm. that girls are sending you. So, so basically you're saying that you're, you would, you wouldn't, would you advise guys to sh- shoot a shot if a girl hasn't showed them those choosing signals? No, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, if you come up to me and I'm like, Oh, hey, you know, and I seen like our body language, our mm. how we talk and position way, like you're gonna tell if I'm interested. Yeah. If you come up to me and I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, like then you know off bat, like, all right, maybe she's just not that interested in me. But yeah. guys will see that as well. I want you, so I'm gonna literally do anything yeah. possible to keep your attention. It's just like at that point, I'm telling you, I'm literally showing you I'm not mm. interested. Yes. That's on you if you take that L now. <laughs> then I might really just buy that drink yeah. and then keep it moving. Yeah, no, that's good because I that's that that to me was like the biggest lesson I had to learn because, like you said, what ends up happening is that 
you go up to a girl and in, I always say instantaneously by her first you sentence, know you know <laughs> you, you already know. know if she's friendly and warm and inviting and smiling then she wants you're you. in there you're in there, you're but, in if, there. but if she's like <laughs> you should know and I feel like that's why it's, it's crazy to me when it comes to guys and I'm like I'm literally showing you without me trying to be mean and literally tell you I'm not interested leave me alone because mm. then at that point now you might call me out of my name yep. or look mm. at this girl acting up I'm trying to just show you with like my actions I'm not interested in you take those signs man <laughs> take it yes and just keep it moving yeah it's not that serious so my question is and I was trying to figure out this balance how soon do you keep it moving if I go up to you and I say, hey, what's up? And you're like, hey, do I just leave now? I mean, you can say, hey, what's your name? Like, ask me a couple questions and then, like, okay. you feel the vibe out. Yes. All right, dang. That's She's really short. A- she's short answering me. Like, she's not even looking at me. <laughs> I might look away like, okay. Yeah. Or, though you might see the girls like, all right, Donna. Yeah. So, is it fair to say if she doesn't ask you any questions that she's not interested, generally speaking? Mm, somewhat, yeah. Okay. If we're somewhat interested, you're going to see us perk up. You're going to see, like, we're attentive. I'm actually trying to listen to what you're saying. Mm. And I might actually talk back and ask you some questions yeah. or try to get to know you as yeah. well. Yeah. That's, that's Instead good. of me, like, all right, I'm just trying to be nice and friendly. I'm giving you short answers. Please leave me alone. So, so for my guys who are struggling here, what is the difference between a girl being nice and friendly and wanting you to just leave or and a girl being genuinely You interested. can tell if someone's intrigued. Like, if they're looking at... It's how they're looking at you. Or, like, same thing like you're saying. Like, are, are they asking questions? Is the girl trying to get to know you? Are she asking you questions? Where are you from? What do you do? Like, if she's not asking those questions, she's probably just not that interested in you. Mm, like, if I'm, if I'm in front of someone and I'm like... And you catch my attention... Obviously, I want to get to know you, yeah, get yeah, to know yeah. what you're doing. So you're asking me questions. I'm going to ask questions, too. If I'm just being nice, it's just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm letting you lead the entire way. Mm. So like you said, got to be reciprocal. Yeah. That's that's good. So the problem that we that a lot of people face in Atlanta is that, like, most girls are not out during the day. Most mm-hmm. times you're going to see women is out at night. But a lot of times when women are out at night, they're either out more, unless it's girls' night and a girl's birthday party, they're out at a guy section. Mm-hmm. So if that's unfortunate, the world we live in, the world full of sections. Yeah. So if you're out and you see a girl in a section, how do you get her attention when she's in someone else's section? I mean, guys will walk by and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Or they'll fill it out and see if you're talking to any of the guys in the section, if any of the guys are your dudes. Like, it's not that hard to fill it out. Same thing with girls. Like, we'll look and see does he have a girlfriend? Is he with girls? Like, so. The, the, Take a step back and just look at the atmosphere. Look at the surroundings. Does it does it look bad though if a guy is let's say you know some of the sections are elevated, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say you're in this elevated section and a guy comes up to you and is trying to talk to you in a section. Do you feel like that makes him feel like look lesser than? Mm, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. I don't really I've noticed like that because I'm like I'm talking to them and they're like looking down upon me. I'm like oh, I'm not sure how this is gonna. Or look. you can be like if they're that interested and if she sees you and she's like mm, that might be somebody I'm interested in, she might take a step down. Okay, how how often do you think the buy the send the bottles over works? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna send a bottle to another guy's section. Oh, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> No. <laughs> but think, I mean, that's another thing too, where sometimes, like I said, you just have to look 
and peep game like yeah. what's going on because if there's a bunch of girls in one guy's section he's most likely not dating all those girls yeah. he probably invited one girl who invited all her friends yeah. and they're probably single or they might not be single but just feel it out yeah you can tell how girls act mm. yeah i think i think the problem is that a lot of guys i think you women are naturally so good at details <laughs> you know what i mean and the details are like you got good at picking them up i see what they want and they're just like i just gotta have it <laughs> a girl's like i see what they want but i gotta figure out is he even right for me does yeah. he have a girlfriend already is he talking to other people does he even want to date like we think of every single thing yeah, we're we not look at that. every single thing you see that booty we're going <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. it's like completely different like yeah. some guys don't take the time to take a step back and like all right, figure everything out before they're just yeah. like, I see something I want and I'm going to go after it. Even yeah. if you're in a relationship. That's another thing too. If you're in a relationship with Mary, like they don't care. Yeah. Compared to, well, some girls, yeah. like we really like look at all aspects of everything. Yeah. So, so do you think if you're a guy and you're, you know, dressed apart, looked apart, have the good confidence, so do you feel like women will come and approach you or do you feel like their approach is only going to be the walk by you multiple times? Mm, it depends how bold the girl is. Do you ever have you ever approached a guy before? <laughs> if I was challenged to or something, or if I just was like, "Dang, he really got my attention. I want to know what's up." So yeah, you've I done it before. Have you done it before? Yeah, my last relationship. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. From my end, when we talked about it last time, didn't you say this person came up to you? So you came up to him. So he thought I was actually same thing. He was. When he saw me, so it was like an acting, actors link up networking event. Mm -hmm. um, when I walked into the room, I really only came there because I only knew two guys and they owned the whole thing. Yeah. So they invited me to come because I said I wanted to get back into acting. Mm -hmm. um, so I went there and of course they were the only ones I knew when I got there, I went straight to them. So mm -hmm. when I walked in, he saw me, but because I went straight to them in his mindset, that is one of yeah. It's probably one of their girls. Yeah. Um. And I was looking at him. I was like, I came in there. I was like, I'm just here for business. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's all it is. But yeah. I couldn't get my eyes off of him. Like we kept making eye contact. But I was, mm. I couldn't eye really contact read him. is big fellas. Big thing. Yeah. If I'm still looking, like if you, if we walk, if I'm walking down the street and you look at a girl and she looks at you and you keep walking by, if you don't see that next, the head turn, yeah. she's not that interested in you. Mm. If I turn back around and look again, I'm like, dang. <laughs> Then that's your option. But yeah. if I keep walking, let that be known that I'm just not that interested in you. Yeah. But for him, like we just kept making eye contact. Um, and I remember when the event was over, I was like, dang, why do I keep looking at him? I'm trying to figure out more. I want to know more about him. Yeah. And when we were leaving, for me, well, that's just my personality too. Yeah. If I want something, I'm yeah. probably going to go get it. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Yeah. But um, yeah, we we're walking out and it's like networking. When we're all leaving, we just ask for each other's social media, exchange numbers, da da da. And that's all I did. I walked up to him and I was like, hey, what's your Instagram? Mm. And the rest, <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah, no, that eye contact. And that's another big thing for me that eye contact. Cause I know a lot of dudes, they're afraid of like going up to girls and getting rejected and stuff like that. So to me, I always tell the it's dudes. It's life. It's life, and you help yourself so much if you just give her eye contact. Because when a girl's not interested, she will oh, not. Oh, I'm look, not looking your way. Look I will look down. Like I'm in my phone. My, I'm walking my walk. I know what time it is, but like I will do everything possible to not look yes, your way. Yes, yes, yes. So as a guy, first thing from first. If and I foremost, keep looking back, come, come here, please, right now, come here right now. Okay, all right, so. Another thing I think the guys struggle with is that let's say you're a guy who you know what women look for. They're looking for the cars, the jewelry, the, the watches, stuff like that. 
but you don't have those things. Is it possible to get this really high caliber of attractive women without those things? Yeah. Okay, how? In your opinion. It just depends on the, like you're saying, like meeting them. Yeah. It just depends on the person and where you meet them, though. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say in a club. Yeah. I don't really want to meet my husband or my next boyfriend in a club. I mean, yeah. that's possible, but you can't really have a serious get to know you conversation in the club. Yeah, like, that's all true. people are going off of is just the looks, it's just the appearance. Like, yeah. you have to catch me out of all that whole flashy. Yeah. Flashy thing to really but How open down. are you to meeting people <clears throat> outside of those things? I'm open. That's what I'm saying. It just depends on the person. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. some girls, they might be in the mindset where they don't want a relationship. They don't want anything like that. So they don't give, they don't care about getting to know you. Yeah. It's just what you can do for them. Mm. Some girls at the point where just like, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I don't mind sitting down and getting to know someone. It just depends on where they are in life. Mm. So basically, guys don't need to take it personally when the girls are not interested because she just may not be in that season of life. Yeah. I mean, that happens. Just same thing with guys. Like, they might not want a relationship or they might just want this or that or they might want a relationship and yeah. the girl might not fit that category. Like, it's the same thing. It's just where they are. It's what do they want. Do they yeah. care to get to know you or just hang out with you, have fun with you? Okay. So to maximize his, maximize his opportunities of meeting a girl, right? So what are some of the things with the, the dude doesn't have the watch or the jewelry or the clothes? What, what can he do to maximize his physical attractiveness when he does try to approach a girl? His confidence. Confidence. Yeah, and then yeah. just how the conversation goes. Yeah. Like, same thing, I don't like to keep bringing him up, but <laughs> he didn't have on a blingy watch or... And it's just the thing... So from my history from the past, before I met my last relationship, I was talking to an athlete. Like mm -hmm. I thought at that point, I kind of gave up and was just like, there aren't really that good men in the world. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to settle with this because it can just maintain the lifestyle that I want to have or that I already have. So this mm -hmm. is what it's going to just what be. Sport? Football. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon, we're coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He played football. Yeah. And when I met my last relationship, him, like I said, he I was used to this whole blingy lifestyle, like getting having and going wherever I wanted. Like money was never a problem. Yeah. Never a problem. Not saying that with him money was a problem, but he didn't have a flashy lifestyle. He didn't have everything together. He didn't have the blinged out jewelry or whatever the case may be. But our conversations were great. Like, even that same night, I was so intrigued. Like, that's what I was like. After that night, like, we were together ever since. Mm. But it's because how he, his confidence, for one, his yeah. smile. Like, different things can cover up for things that you might think you want. Yeah. Um, just our connection. Like, it was just more so like a really good bond. Like, the connection, the conversations were just really good. And that's what really caught me. And what was and then, so... And, uh, 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 and he was... Six feet and above. <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep it straight. <laughs> let's, That's all that confidence really. talking, all that stuff. Let's keep but it. I can date someone that was not succeed. It's just because I, once you have something, it's hard to go back. Yes. And that was my biggest thing. Like I was talking to an athlete who had this whole image, like money was never a problem and it was cool and it was straight. And then here comes this guy where... He wasn't the richest. He didn't have all the jewelry and the condo and the bands and all that stuff. But I had more fun with him. Our conversations were more intriguing. Like, I felt like I really had a connection with him. I could really build with him. And I literally was stuck between, like, I, there were moments where I'd just be like, damn, like, I really love this lifestyle. But at the end of the day, 
I really want to hang out with him at mm-hmm. all times. Sometimes yeah. I would be hanging out with the athlete and I'm like thinking about, damn, I wonder what he's doing. Like mm-hmm. we would probably be doing this or talking about this right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like money or an actual connection. Yeah. And I ended up choosing a real connection. That's Okay. Yeah. And so you made an interesting point where you say it's hard to go back once you've experienced something. Yeah. Because yes. right now your your high requirement, what you said is you say you're at six two now. Six three. <laughs> oh god. Six three. Yeah, <laughs> six, three. So six three is your high requirement now. Yeah. So my so my so as a girl, isn't that like challenging sometimes because you meet a guy and a guy introduced you to a lifestyle or a height or money or a status. And then now you're stuck to this like 1% kind of guy. And then now it's hard for you to be able to meet all these other guys. So what, what do girls do? I mean, that's really up to that girl. Like what they're willing to do, what they're willing to accept. Like for me, I really have to sit down and like think about what I would be sacrificing and if, if it was going to be worth it or not. Like it just depends. What, what do you hold as value? Mm-hmm. What do you hold as value? So do you think some of these girls are able to go from Bentley to back to Honda Civics? Not all, no. <laughs> Not all women can take that. <laughs> I mean, it is hard when you're used to a lifestyle and it's just like, I can travel when I want, eat where I want, buy as many things that I want, see, go around different opportunities I want to... Maybe nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. But it just really depends on, one, you as a person and what the lifestyle you want to live, because some girls, that's unacceptable and they will never do that but some girls like they really want that true connection and it's just like that doesn't really matter to me it just really depends on the person yeah because i think that's something that i want a lot of guys to realize is that i don't think it's a bad thing like women who desire nice things i don't think that's bad women want love they want security at the end of the day yeah the flashy stuff but when you think about it too when you think about marriages that don't last or relationships don't last like yeah, you want them to have the flashy things, the money, whatever the case may be. But if your connection is not there, it's not going to work. Because yeah. all you're going to be depending on is just that money to keep you happy. And that's when you're going to start stepping out of your relationship. Because then you're going to probably come across someone that you actually connect with. And you're like, damn, but he's doing this. He's paying the bills. I'm good here. But you're still thinking about like, oh, this connection is actually great. And half the times they might end up... Not necessarily leaving, but they, they won't cheat. <laughs> yeah, they might. That's yeah. where cheating comes to yeah. hand, and yeah. that's a sucky situation. But yeah. so how does a so how does a guy who has those who has the money has the status all those things? How does he filter the girls who just want him because there's a connection, or the girls who just want him because he has the stuff? I like, mean, you can tell like if a girl is already asking you to buy something. Yeah. It's always a red. I was talking to a girl, and I kid you not, I think I met her twice. No, once. First time I met her. This girl asked me to pay her first month rent at her apartment. I believe it. Yeah. $2,000, guys. I believe it. I just met you. Mm-hmm. So, like it's red, red flag. flag. <laughs> I mean, they literally put it out there, and it's up to you. It's just like, well, I want to be with her so bad, I'm going to do whatever. Like that's. Yeah. But then again, it's up to that guy. Like, does he even care to be in a serious relationship, or does he have money like that where it doesn't matter? Where he could just be like, all right, whatever. As long as you're still hanging out with me, yeah. as long as I can walk to the club and you're by my side, or all the guys, I know all the guys want you, but you're here with me. Some guys don't care. Yeah. So it really goes on both ends between the guy and the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and to me, what I was saying previously was, 
I personally am not mad at women for desiring status or money. The same way I'm not mad at guys for look, desiring physical beauty. I always say attraction is three-legged stool. There's physical, emotional, spiritual. You should want all three. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at women for wanting, you know, the physical security. I'm not mad at it one bit. But the challenge that I see a lot of girls go through is, like you said, it's hard for them to go down. Yeah. It's hard to go from, you know penthouse to random apartment you know what I mean in Edgewood you know what I mean and then too it's also like I feel like it depends on how much you see potential in the guy that might not have all those things yet Mm. same thing for him like the guy I was dating like he didn't have all those things and now he has everything Mm -hmm. you know it's is because I saw the potential in him. Not that it really mattered, but I still saw the potential in him and I believed in him. Yeah. But then to me, it seemed like you need to have a real high level of attraction as a guy to be able to get that girl to realize, okay, I want to spend time with you and to, for her to bank on that potential. Mm, not. What do you mean attraction? Like if he wasn't tall and good looking and have a good chemistry, you wouldn't, that potential would have been just potential. You know, you yeah. wouldn't, like you, he needs to give you more. Well, he gave me... Yeah. Sometimes it has to fill in, like, this was so much more important that I didn't think about the money. I didn't yeah. think about something else. Like, yeah. his personality and the connection meant more to me that that didn't matter or it meant more to me. It was just like, ah, oh, we can work in that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. everybody in Atlanta. Yeah, and like that's that. and that's the thing, because... <laughs> Girls, all, I just all, don't want to be. It's cool to cry in a penthouse, but I don't want to cry. <laughs> a lot of girls would love to cry in a penthouse. I know, but I don't want to. <laughs> I did it already? Yeah, and and what's interesting is that like you got to a point where it's like that's tiresome. Yeah, you know, that's something like I can't. I can't really say anything's wrong with that. It's just because I've been there. Mm-hmm. Like I've been through the whole experience where it's just like. Damn, this lifestyle is so good, but am I truly happy? Yeah. Am I genuinely happy? No. Yeah. I wasn't happy. Like, money does not buy you happiness. Yeah. Like, it looks good. But then my question is, why do so many girls, that's all they date, though? Like they all, they, all they date is that guy who provides them that lifestyle who does not provide them anything else, no I mean, faithful. it's just the circle that they're around, though. So you think they can't get out of it? I mean, if you have to think about their friends. Yeah. Now they have friends who are in that circle, so now they have to keep up with that status of friends as mm. well. So it's kind of like, I'm already in the mix. Think about celebrities. De- celebrities that are dating other celebrities, and you're like, damn, they like just hopping around. It's because of the circle. They're in that mix. Like It's hard for them to now, let me just find a regular guy who's not in this industry when you're already used to this. And that's a really good point, because it's like, if you're a girl... Posting pictures with the Rolls Royce logos in your background, it is almost impossible for you to hop in that Ford for focus. Mm-hmm. It's just it's almost impossible, mm-hmm. and so that's and that's the thing that I feel like a, like a lot of guys wrestle with is because like when a lot of these girls are younger, you know, dudes in Atlanta they might slide in a hundred DMs. Yeah. They talk to almost all these girls, so these dudes talking to hundreds of girls at a time. But now this dude is showing all these girls a lifestyle. Yeah. Then when he's done with them, he throws them back into the wild. And then regular guys try to it's talk harder. to her. And now they can't talk to her because she's used to God dang future. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so that and and so that to me is like the thing I notice a lot of guys struggle with. And so, what do you what do you think guys should do in that situation? Do you feel like you just charge it to the game? You feel like like 
what like what is a guy to do? Oh, sorry, what would you advise before I'm a, we'll do guys later? Girls to do who are used to dating certain guys. Do you think it's would you advise them to like lower their standards? I don't think it's lowering your standards yeah. because if you value a actual connection, that's high standards for me. Yeah. You know, it might not be it might be low to someone else, but it just depends what your standards are. Like I don't feel like just because they don't have the wealth that you may want or the status that you might want doesn't mean that others' values aren't up there. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Dang, that really just made me lose it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> no, I was saying, do you feel like girls should lower those standards? Yeah, I don't think that's lowering your standards. Like having a great connection, a great bond with someone else doesn't mean that that's a low standard. Just because you have money doesn't put you at the very top. You could yeah. be a asshole yeah. with money. Yeah. That doesn't stand hold any type of value, yeah. in my opinion. No, that's real. And I appreciate you sharing that because that's one of the biggest things I want a lot of the guys to realize is that as we're talking about leveling up and improving, that's why I say it's physically, emotionally, spiritually. It's everything, you know? It's becoming a better person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, as a man, and not just being like, okay, I, when I get this money, I'm then I'm going to get these girls. Because when you think about it, too, when you get that money and you get those girls, is that really what you want? Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. reality, is that really what you want? Is that really who you are? Like, yeah. you should want someone that you have that money and they don't just see you for that money, they see you for you. Yes. But <laughs> in reality, but no, I, I agree with you. They should see you for you. But the challenge is how will they see you unless you're confident and attractive, you know, and stuff like that. You, you I mean, get, it just depends on the girls. Not all girls go for looks. <sighs> come on. Yes, but appearance. Yes, might catch me off guard. But there's times where I've been around guys who off rip, they never caught my attention off of their appearance, but their personality was so dope that they became so attractive to me. And of course, that takes time. But at the end of the day, like nothing good is going to come easy. Can, can we be honest? Yeah. How many guys, their personalities made them attractive to you? Can we be honest? That I gave the time of day? Yes. A few. Time of day, not like a, a date. <laughs> I dated a guy that I wasn't even attracted to at all. Which one? We talked about which one? Don't say his name. Which was it? The one um, before, before the singer? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not like a big time singer. He just sings. He's not a like a on a tour type of singer. He just can sing. He's creative. Okay, so the singer. That was creative. That was the first relationship that made me realize that it wasn't all about looks. Because before him, that is all I based it around. Who I looked good with. Yeah. If my friend... And I felt... It was so crazy because when I dated him and I was embarrassed... I I don't even know. Like, I was kind of scared of my friend's reactions because that's the number one thing. People go off of attraction so much. Like, yeah, he's so cute. I can see you guys together. Y'all look good together. And I was so yeah. afraid that they were going to be like, mm. and they said that they were like, that's not who I thought you'd be with, but I've never seen you so happy. Like y'all really have great conversations. Y'all, you actually laugh with him. It's not like you're an accessory to him anymore. He's an accessory to you. So why did that, why did that end? Cause of me. Uh, well, what about you? Um, at the time, same thing with my high school sweetheart, I never really got closure from him. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of stuff, and I kind of just cut him out of my life. Yeah. And he just kept coming back, and a part of me was just like, why am I still thinking about him? Why am I considering it? And we had like met up to have a conversation, and that was like my closure in itself. Like The moment we met up, I was like, ooh, yeah. God, I'm over you. Like yeah. I don't know what it I think it's just because I never really like sat down and told him like, this is what hurt me. This is why I left. Like I really just cut him off, blocked him, yeah. kept it pushing. So yeah. I never really 
indebted things per se. Yeah. Um, and because of that, that hurt my situation at the time because it was just like, dang, why are you going to talk to your ex when in reality, like, I was just going to get closure. But yeah. I don't know. That's, that's when you're younger and you yeah. do shit like that. I know, because, but I, I remember <laughs> when you and I talked, yeah. one of the things we also said was there was that component where because the ex was so attractive, you all it kind of always made me think. Yeah, always made you think like, man, I could if if my ex got the emotional stuff right and he's attractive, now that could be a better combination than just a guy who's emotional, not that physically attractive. And now that's what it was just like it made me realize too that I can now where I'm at, I realize that I can get someone that I'm still attracted to, but yet still have a great connection with. Okay. I feel like any relationship, all relationships that we go through kind of build you to see what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. And I feel like with that relationship, it was more so like I can, I never knew that I can be in a relationship where I can actually have a bond and a best friend in someone outside of Kim is bad. Like she just looks good. And that's all I am. Mm-hmm. Light skin Kim. I'm dating light skin Kim. Yeah. Now it's like, Damn, he actually took the time to see me for me. And it's like, damn, okay, now I can have that. And I did mess up in that relationship where it was just like, I was thinking like, dang, but I really want someone that I'm more so more attractive to. Yeah. And it sucks that that happened, but it had to happen for a reason because then I was able to meet someone that had it all around. Yeah. And that's the part where I was trying to get to was I was saying that like you need to have everything, but deep down inside, if you don't have that initial attraction, whether that's a look whether that's, you know, the demeanor, whether that's the confidence, what, like whatever that initial attraction, to me, it's like a resume. Mm-hmm. Like that's what somebody first looks at you, right, yeah. to bring you in. And then afterwards, the interview, that's when the connection yeah, is found. Yeah, it's going to keep me. So to me, I always say, guys, it's like, like you, the great point is like one thing attracts her, but nothing keeps her. Yeah. The connection, that's the only thing that will keep her. So you want to find a girl you have a genuine connection with. But the problem a lot of guys deal with is that you can't get no girl to even stay because they're not even arriving. You know what I mean? Because you haven't worked on yourself as a man. Yeah, you have to work on yourself. Physically, emotionally, yeah. and all that stuff to become more attractive to women. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. Yes. So. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Kip. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that conversation. Man. You good? Yeah. Was, uh, you some details y'all found out first episode. What's up? What's up? No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm going to spill too much. I know. I know. I know. So let's go ahead. Let's um, wrap it up. We go to Patreon for the fun stuff. I want to talk to you about some of the fun stuff we were talking about earlier. Okay. That I don't want to get you in trouble for on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to Patreon afterwards. But um, so... I know there's a lot of guys who feel really cynical about women. They feel like a lot of girls, all they want is money. All they want is status. They don't care about anything else. You know, they, they think that, you know, they're all shallow. And they only want, you know, Chads and Tyrones and these guys. Like, and a lot of them don't believe that there are women who would genuinely be interested in them and have a, in having a genuine connection. So what would be like a closing message that you have to a lot of these guys who are cynical and don't believe that there's any decent women out there at all? Um, there are definitely decent women out there. It just depends on where you're one going to find them. If you're going to find them in clubs and you can't expect to find a woman that doesn't want that type of atmosphere or stature because look where you're finding. It really just depends on where you're finding them. Two, a lot of times step out of your comfort zone. Like a lot of I feel like a lot of women and guys complain about the people that they attract. What are you putting out there that's attracting those kind of people to mm-hmm. you? Um, what you put in the atmosphere is going to come back. Um, law of attraction. Um, if you're trying to find a girl that's 
fans flashy. She wants the money and all those things. And you shouldn't expect less than her wanting that from you. Yeah. If you want a girl that really wants values in a relationship or, quote unquote, what you think is a good woman, go to areas or places that you think they would be. Or a woman, when you look at her, holds herself and cares herself in that type of way. Like you can see off rip what a person is by looking at them, how they move, their gestures. Um, they're definitely good women and around, especially in Atlanta. It's just that where are you going to find these good women? Mm. Who are you hanging around to find these good women? Yeah. Because I have the times when I ask questions and I really deep dive, I'm like, it's the same bar. Yeah. It's the same club. <laughs> like, Yeah. That's real. And you're going after the same girls that look the same. Mm. Get out of your comfort zone. That just looks so good, Kim. <laughs> but hey, they come with a lot too. So That's hopefully real. you can keep up with it. Hey. Can you keep up with it, guys? So hopefully <laughs> <laughs> you guys enjoyed this episode. We're about to go to Patreon where I'm going to talk about Kim's DM. Because there's, there's, some, there's some people in there that we got to talk about. But guys, as I, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because my biggest thing is that, one, if you guys want these certain kinds of women, as Kim shared, they come with a certain kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They come with a certain kind of expectations. And so if you want this kind of woman, then you get this certain kind of lifestyle. But if you do want a good quality woman, who is an asset to your life and not a liability those girls do exist yeah. you know what I mean and you have you yourself as men have to go and find them but the way you find them if you want a high quality woman you have to be a high quality man and that's leveling up improving yeah. physically emotionally spiritually and financially so guys thank you guys so much uh, about to go to Patreon and have some fun yeah <laughs> I'm nervous <laughs> my name is Hafiz and I'm joined by and I'm Kim thank you guys so much and have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kim. Concert. What was that concert? Oh, my God. <laughs>